Hello, welcome back to NG Meets. Uh, we've had a bit of a break, but we're back now. And obviously, what a different world it feels like since the last episode. Uh, I'm sure, like me, most of you are at home at the moment, be you working uh, on furlough or looking after your children, etc., etc., and various other reasons during this uh, rather worrying and uh, confusing time. So obviously that's played a part in one of the reasons why we've been on a bit of a break recently. Um, like many of you, things have been a bit up in the air and there's been a lot of adapting and adjusting to new scenarios. But we're back this week. We've got a brand new episode of NG Meets for you. And I guess this week are Chris and Amanda from the excellent Purple Mamba Club. For those that don't know, Purple Mamba is a swingers club out in West Bridgeford. They've been going for a couple of years now and uh, we sat down with them and had a chat about the club, uh, what it offers, why they set up in West Bridgeford, why they set up the club and also obviously about uh, why these clubs are about more than just sex and getting against the sort of stigma attached to those kind of places. It was great to chat to them. Uh, Obviously, like any other entertainment venue at the minute purple member are closed for actual visits so obviously the events they talk about all of those are currently on hold for the foreseeable future just like any other place uh, they do have a virtual uh, club going on which you can find out more about if you go to purplemamberclub.com um, but i'm sure like many many venues and businesses it's a very very worrying time uh, for the club um, so hopefully you can you can give them a support find out more about them and hopefully they like many others will be back up and running sooner rather than later although uh, it could be some time obviously before any semblance of normality comes back um, still hopefully obviously while you're you're in isolation or lockdown or quarantine or however you want to refer to it you're um making the best of it make sure you are you know looking after yourselves and obviously not just your physical health but your mental health um, it is important for that obviously we're very limited on on going out we can't and mixing with people who obviously can't mix with friends external family but you can go out you can you know take a quiet walk find somewhere there's not a lot of people go out at a time of day when it's not busy follow the instructions over social distancing you know staying two meters apart from people but it is important to try and get in some kind of physical activity or exercise remember your mental health is just as important as your physical health um that being said obviously follow all the instructions being put out there and stay safe and if you're looking for something to to check out and you're new to the show, maybe you've uh, found this episode uh, via different sources, that we've got a whole back catalogue of episodes you can check out at ngdigital.podbean.com. Um, something for you to listen to while you're, you're doing your various tasks during the day. Um, also, this show, of course, is available on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podcast Addict, most other podcast players. So check out some of those episodes. We've also got episodes coming up with uh, Nottingham Lions Football Club and Ludorati Gaming and Cafe Bar. Uh, both of these episodes were, co- were recorded well before uh, the the sort of escalation of uh, 
of the of the COVID nineteen situation. So that doesn't come up, and of course, both of these will be affected in terms of uh, you know Nottingham Lions FC. Obviously, football is on hold, and for Ludo Arty, like any others, again their their personal premises are closed. But again, they have uh, online events. They've got some great RPG events and things going on. I'll talk about them in their episode, but check them out. You can find them Ludo Arty Cafe. Uh, but this episode, of course, is with Purple Mamba. Uh, we've got a guest host for this episode in uh, ND Digital uh, presenter, Jerry. She added along to speak to them, and uh, it was a great chat. It's quite a short episode. They were uh, very busy at the time, and uh, but it was great to find out more about this and obviously to tackle some of the stigma around these kind of venues. So hopefully you're all staying safe. Please follow all the instructions, as I said, and enjoy NG Meets episode 29 with Purple Mamba Club. So we decided to kind of stretch out into this particular area instead. <laughs> now, I couldn't imagine you opening knitting circles, to be honest. <laughs> and how did you get about going with the licences? Because obviously you're the very first exclusive swingers club in Nottingham. And I can remember reading it in the papers and people making comments, this swingers club. So how did you get away from the stigma of it, you know, from the olden days where it's keys in a bowl and just everybody getting... You know, thinking it's just sleaze. Communication. <laughs> um, we talked to a lot of people mm. about what we planned and what we intended to do. Um, we um, we <coughs> we used common sense, mm. and um, in reality, um, one of the comparisons that I kind of like is that the, the club itself is a social space. Mm. Um, just like any other pub, club, or even go as far as comparing it to restaurants, although mm. people don't tend to eat food in here. The, um, the You can go off and you mm. can go to the pub, you can meet somebody in the pub, and it, very often, if it goes um, a lot further than just a friendly chat and a drink, mm. Um, people can wind up having um, sexual encounters mm. in alleyways, in places that they've never been before, in places that are unsafe, mm. in the back of cars and unpleasant places. Um, whereas in the club, we recognise that those encounters take place mm. um, with frequency and um, they can happen in a safe environment. So there is that. Yeah. Um, there's also 
there's also the part about how you recognise that sex and love are two different things mm. um, and then not necessarily mutually exclusive mm. so um, so it's providing a, a pleasant place mm. a nice place where, where people can have fun and relax and be themselves and it's a safe place because we, we've personally never met anybody in our own home or in a hotel people that we don't know yeah so it's, it's kind of needed too and I have noticed you are very I wouldn't say fussy but you're very particular about them because a lot of clubs don't tend to have memberships and they just mm. let anyone and everyone in and I have noticed being here myself you do, do kind of vet who you allow in on specific nights as well yeah. um, so what made you decide that you know instead of being like other clubs where you just let anyone in What's made you decide to have it that bit more exclusive? Um, one of the things is because of the area. It's a very, very nice area mm. here at Trebridge. Um, and it kind of leans itself to that sort of person. We're not exclusive when it comes to age, ethnicity, but we are kind of when it comes to things like manners and mm. how somebody comes across. Um, we kind of say our criteria for memberships for professional couples and singles who are of smart appearance and are polite and respectful and to me that kind of covers everything yeah. but if they come in here and they might have an interview um, and I kind of get the expectation that they're, they're not coming just to meet people mm. who with the similar interests as them they're just coming for sex yeah then they're straight again out of the game because mm. that's not the environment that we are we're, we're kind of sex positive yeah rather than sleazy sex. No, I know that. I mean, when I've been, as I said, when I've been here myself, it's never been when you had single males. They're, they're never pushy. They never try and push themselves, like, oh, I'm joining in whether you like it or not. Yeah. Whereas other clubs that I've been to, it feels like when they're stood there, they, they're expecting that invitation. It is that expectation. I think it's um, it's because we, we, we want a safe environment mm. and we want a pleasant experience. Um, whether there's um, sexual interaction or not, we the real payment for mm. running the club is is when people leave the club happy, feeling like they've had a good time, um, and that can come in a number of ways, uh, whether it be through the music, through the conversations, or, or mm. through the activities that people yeah. get up to. So I have noticed as well in the past you've had singers on. Um, how do they feel when they when you approach them? Oh, do you fancy playing a swingers club? I can imagine. Again, it's that whole stigma of. Yeah, it's it started off like that, and um, the funny thing is now we're getting approached by lots and lots and lots of local artists, and, and they are all pretty much amazing, actually. Mm. Um, yeah, I I love them. But to start off with, I I always see like my own sex life with my beautiful, gorgeous husband. Um, as something that's not just what something that happens in the bedroom. Mm. It is that part of going out for a meal, socialising yeah. other people, having a night out, and that's all part of the foreplay. Mm. And singers or magicians or comedians, they all kind of add to that night out where it's, it is adding up to that yeah. whole sexual experience, which is a nice thing, even though they're not... Yeah, yeah. it's just a nice way of leading it into it. Sort and ha because obviously you also have different theme nights as well how do you come up with the different themes rather than thinking oh we'll stick to one theme that we know because I know you do the Ready Player One yeah. parties which I've heard <laughs> go down really well we, we are slightly geeky um, <laughs> so things like Ready Player One parties because our membership basically they've got 
Play Ready Player Three Pod. Sorry, um, I'm actually basically sorry that was my fault. Cool. That was cool. But they're 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 coming from loads and loads of different backgrounds, and of course, so if you're a gamer or a cosplayer, well, you you can come along on a mm. normal Friday night, or you can come along on a kind of party night that's mm. designed around you. And um, if you if you're kind of a bit more mature, you might want one of our um, more kind of. Mm, sophisticated mm. party nights um, or if you just like things like Rocky Horror Show and just dressing up at the weekend and just come along to yeah. one of those we, we, try, we try to keep away from the whole <coughs> attacking side <coughs> but it's more of the fun side that we're kind of interested in and what made you choose West Bridgeford I think for the whole of the East Midlands um, if you just look at it purely demographically um, it kind of fits our idea of who we want in the club mm. and um, also it's just, just an awesome area really. Mm. It's the safest area in it's Nottingham whole, yeah. and it's also one of the most popular areas in Nottingham. Locally people tend to be hard-working and, um, and they value what they have mm. and those sort of aspirations fit well in the good club yeah. environment and certainly when people work hard they they want to play and yeah. have fun yeah that's the whole night out there because we, we get taxi drivers um coming and picking up members to return back home or to hotels or wherever and um and they'll say oh town's really dead mm. but you're really busy and it is it's just a nice little Central Avenue, little central hub mm. where people actually want to go out at night time yeah. as opposed to going out to Nottingham City Centre. But also, it's got the more you don't feel that pressure when you're here anyway. Um, it's it's got that relaxed vibe where you're not pressured into playing with somebody that you don't find attractive just purely because you're here for that. Yeah. I mean, I'm, when I've been with Rob, it's been the social side of it as well, which has been great because you get to talk, get to know that person, and think, yeah, you know what. Come on, we'll invite you with us. <laughs> yeah, well, 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 play isn't everything. No. So, um, although it's, oh, crikey, it's a big proportion of the club. Mm. But uh, <laughs> the, um, it is, it's about bringing that nice balance as having respectable people that can have their confidentiality mm. respected and um, in a safe environment in which they can be. And yeah. keeping it all well presented and on a nice level is important and I think when it comes to those whole right we're going to go to a swingers club and we have to play well mm. sometimes within an hour when I'm getting ready I'll suddenly have a fat day and it's like oh I don't, I don't feel particularly attractive right now but go out mm. and you go and meet people and you might save those kind of people for mm. a later date when you do feel a little bit more attractive yeah and, and that's that's the kind of nice thing because if you're if you've got those kind of bits of chemistry mm. That's when you have good sex. Yeah. That's the important thing. Just because you kind of those expectations, you think, oh, shall we just perform like a puppet right now? Yeah. And then, and then that, that's that's not a sexy thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, have you ever come across where you know you've been had people in here, and then you see somebody just coming in, and they look at someone thinking, oh <coughs> crap, that's somebody I knew from my personal life. Not very often. It's extremely rare. There's been oh. Out of all the large, large number of people that have joined the club, 
it's happened maybe once, maybe twice. Yeah. And, and they're kind of an acquaintance in the same kind of area. Yeah, yeah. they're people Not that friends. have worked together maybe or yeah, something. And the reality of that is there's no issue there whatsoever mm. because um, because nobody discusses who's in the club outside yeah. of the club. Um, and, and that's a, a global mm. rule. Um, so it's only likely that, you know, if two club members meet outside of the club yeah. that they're going to talk about the club and um, in reality if you meet somebody in a, uh, a vanilla social environment um, and there are other people there you don't really share your activities mm. with no, them. You don't, you don't really talk about your um, Amazon wish list when it comes to dildos and stuff at work <laughs> anyway so yeah. <laughs> And do you feel the stigma is slowly going away with swinging clubs in the day and age that we're in now? I think the world is polarising. Yes. So I think that the um, the swinging environment is becoming much more accepted by a large group of people. But there are other groups of mm. people out there that are, that are, are pushing back against that. And I, and I just think that's a little bit more open mm. than it is nowadays. The open environment of the clubs is a lot better than it was mm. historically. It's not two rooms with a. It, it's yeah. um, cultured and sophisticated yeah. with good music as opposed to um, dirty and sleazy and a step away from a brothel or something. Mm. It's, uh, um, it's a, a lot better experience now than it was in the mm. past. And since you've opened as well, you've expanded. Mm. Um, into a couple more rooms, if I remember correctly. That's correct. Changing yeah. and swapping. I'm always decorating. <laughs> and are there any more plans for any future expansions? Yes, there are. We're looking to make um, the downstairs areas of the club mm. larger. Yeah, um, because socialising is such a big part. Um, we we really do need some more social space. Yeah, it's a not small, but it's limited to how many people you can have down there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But then we kind of like because you can go to some clubs now, massive, mm. and you can come across like two hundred, three hundred odd people, and you won't talk to anybody all night long. Yeah. And so I kind of prefer keeping numbers limited to about sixty, eighty, or whatever, and. Um, if you want, if, if somebody catches your eye, you actually have potential to chat to them yeah. and possibly play, which is much nicer. Yeah, I mean, I, for me personally, I prefer to get to know, you know, talk to that person, see if there is any chemistry there, rather than that person expecting, oh yeah, wham bam, that's it, it's expected. Yeah. And the other club that I've been to before, I shan't mention its name, it just felt, part of it felt really sleazy and... Not grimy, but it just felt more underground yeah. and not as sophisticated as this place. And I don't know if that's because they don't have the membership. And yes, they do have rules about who they let in, but at the same time, it feels like you know maybe tighten the reins a bit more. Um, I don't know because sometimes you want that cheesy experience. So mm. we will go to places. Chris and I will go to places like that because yeah. that's the kind of experience that we want on that particular day. So we do. Sometimes mm. you want that sleazy experience, but you don't want it all the time. Yeah. So some people might come here for a special treat. Some people yeah. might go to Club XYZ for something else, mm. and, so, and then they might go because there are so many different types of club. Yeah. All across the UK, and I can't think of too many that are particularly similar. Mm. Um, mm. Really? Well, maybe. Um, so yeah, it's it's just 
checking out different clubs and seeing what kind of experience that mm. you want to share because when it comes to swinging the lifestyle, threesomes, foursomes, moursomes, gangbangs, whatever, um, you will find it somewhere, yeah. but not necessarily in one particular club mm. or one particular night. So yeah, sometimes you like a little bit of sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> so how does it affect your personal life? Because obviously you work together, mm-hmm. you swing together, <laughs> and then there's the relationship side of it. How do you balance everything? I don't know, I probably need some more bathrooms at home. Um, <laughs> um, I, 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 well, we've been together now for almost, almost 20 years. We've been married for 16 years this year. Coffee? Yes, Christopher. <laughs> Uh, even though you can't ever remember my birthday. Um, it was just a little confusion <laughs> on his face then as well. <laughs> um, I, 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 I like spending time with you. Um, oh. But I, like, I, I do kind of help myself in my head kind of separating play from work. Mm. And then we've always separated play from home anyway. Because yeah. home is where our family is. Yeah. And so that's another private space. Mm. Um, I think I wrote about it on, on our blog. Um, we've got so many different personas in our life. Mm. And it's very difficult to kind of almost separate them. So somebody's going to be a mum and they're going to mm. be a um, manager at work. And, and then they might be a daughter or whatever. But all these different personas, they're, they're, they're kind of still part of you. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm a great believer in that you and your sexuality that's part of your core and it some it doesn't automatically mix with some personas it's like new mums yeah it's like I don't, I don't feel like a sexy wife anymore mm. and sometimes you have to kind of grab that back so that's that's a nice thing so when I'm with Chris 24 hours a day seven days a week <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a nice thing because it's, it's almost I feel he might say something completely different um, that's me catching up on all that lost time that when we had all those horrible, stressful jobs and yeah. stuff, and I didn't get to see him all the time. And we were very much ships passing in the noise, yeah. and yeah, so I, I, I like him. I'm not fed up with him yet. Yeah. <laughs> Although, of course, I, I do know it's, it's quite difficult for married couples to work proactively together. So? We, yeah, we don't mm. argue about decorating much. <laughs> I just say no. That's not how it works. Um, so I have a feeling uh, that Amanda just always gets her way. Frequently. <laughs> Although I just take the dog to the cafe and that seems to fix everything. Um. So obviously, you know, have you had any negative when you were opening here? Did you have any negative feedback? Is there anybody opposing the place to open? Not a lot. There was the odd little bump or comment mm. and um, and those we just dealt with in the appropriate way yeah. dependent upon what they were and so in reality the club received a humongous amount more support and encouragement mm. than it did um, derision or scorn mm. um, and that gave us a great deal of um, of encouragement when we were working through mm. the process of like, getting the club going. To be fair, even though that they were being extremely negative, the one or two people when we were first opening, they didn't really understand what we were about, yeah. and and it's like, you know, that we could have been opening up a knocking shop or something, mm. a massive brothel in the middle of West Bridgeford, and because that's the only thing that they would connect it to. Yeah. 
So I think through time, once they kind of realise what we're about mm. and what people are actually doing with their own personal sex lives, um, that's all gone now. Yeah. So no, no, no negative things at the moment. That's good. <laughs> I think, as you said, the way it is with your sex life and your sexuality, at the end of the day, it's legal, above board, nobody's getting hurt without consent. <laughs> <laughs> It's just, I think... Even with consent, we like to keep a little bit of an eye on <laughs> Just to make sure people are safe. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, it's that, going back to the whole being more accepted, I think Britain still, as a whole has got that little sex life is taboo, so to speak. And I do think it is becoming more open for people to say, hey, I'm a swinger. It's, you know? Yeah. When you compare it to Europe... Um, the UK is a long, long way behind. Mm. Yeah, our clubs uh, are slightly different. Um, but um, but then that little bit of taboo kind of adds to the spice yeah. because that's that's the naughty, dirty little secret mm. type thing, which you can share with your partner. Yeah. And you can go out and you can meet all of these wonderful people and you can have playmates, and it's your little secret. You're yeah. not going to share it with your neighbours, and that's one of the things that makes it so exciting. There's no it's. Not a dirty little secret per se, but it's that little naughty secret yeah. that... It's like when you do get those big double-ended dildos through <laughs> Amazon packages. <laughs> and at least they're discreet. Exactly. <laughs> That's being bad in a good way. It is. It's breaking with convention and mm. saying, hey, I'm a rebel, I don't have to follow the rules. Um, even though you are, really, mm. but you're just pushing um, against a few boundaries and the harmless yeah. ones. I find it a nice learning experience as well because um, I'm I'm still learning about sex and sexuality. Mm. I think I think I want to be until I'm well until I'm eighty, really. Yeah. And and the more people that you share it with, mm. the more that you discover, and then you can go and share that. Yeah. And all those naughty tricks and <laughs> knowledge <laughs> with, with other people. But it's also the people you come across, yeah. like Rob, for example. And, you know, he's a lovely chap and a few experiences, and you have as well. <laughs> yes, I have experienced Rob. <laughs> <laughs> but then it's like, you know, you get lovely guys like Rob and Chris <laughs> and other people that you meet here, but then also you've got the kind of, like, the ones who try to copy other people, yeah. and it's just like, you know, it's not going to work. I think people need to relax, be their own person, mm. and um, do what they feel they want to do, yeah. rather than... Um, try to aspire to be somebody else that's uh, yeah I think it's it works better if they are themselves more than trying to put on this not facade but this mask of like who people expect me to be exactly yeah but um so people's personalities because it is such a raw and honest experience when when you're with other people in a group um people's personalities do tend to become more honest as time goes by um I, I quite like it when, because um, sometimes, well, when it comes to gender, we'll just, we'll just mm. remove that. So, so sometimes ladies will talk to one another, and um, they'll, they'll they'll share what where they got their knickers from, or what makeup they're wearing, or how to give a perfect blowjob, or or something like that. Whereas I really really like it when I see blokes being open and honest with each other. Mm. And because they tend not to get that in their own personal life yeah. with other people, even with even with their mates, they tend not to talk too much yeah. about 
either erectile dysfunction or things like Viagra or how do I last longer or little things like that. Mm. But they can do that here with strangers. Yeah. And and that's a nice thing because it, it helps because I, I, I kind of think we were always bigging up ladies and talking about body confidence mm. and stuff. That's a huge important thing for me. But I think it's, it's also equally important for blokes to yeah. kind of get all of those kind of sexual and body confidence issues kind of helped a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I like that. I think what helps more for men is if there's someone like this, they might think they're, I might have to see them again, that's why I can be that bit more open about them. It's non-judgmental as well. Mm. Um, we strongly discourage unfair criticism yeah. in the club. Other than playing around and having fun, um, the, the club itself is, is very non-judgmental mm. about the way that somebody looks or their body type or hair type mm. or um or gender preferences and um and those kinds of things race and origin and religion and politics um tend to stay away from the yeah. club yeah i noticed the last time i was here we kind of veered onto politics like no stay away from politics it's just it's one of those conversations that's... was that in the run-up to brexit i think everybody had no choice then <laughs> <laughs> But I have noticed as well, you're always very welcoming whoever comes in from the walks of life and it's not how it's not judgmental It's about having that non-judgmental little thing in your head. It's just the way you're always welcoming them to people and how you're always, you know, saying hope to see you again, hope you enjoyed yourself, which I think makes people more relaxed as well yeah. and having that chat with them beforehand and making them feel more relaxed and then being on like the heckles up all the time thinking oh god what's going to happen now i'm going to get jumped on and <laughs> uh, yeah I, I i've been in places where i've been jumped on it's it's, it's not nice um so yeah we, we're kind of a polar opposite to that because um i i'm a great believer in hospitality mm. definitely and uh, that's that's just the way i've been brought yeah. up <laughs> And what have you got up and coming for the rest of this year? Lots. Lots. <laughs> um, we've got, again, live music, comedians. Mm. Um, um, we've got yeah. a sleepover party got tomorrow sleepover night in the immediate future. <laughs> um, then we have the Kingster Soiree, which is a crossover night between the uh, VDSM, Kingster community, mm. and the swinging community. And, and that can get quite entertaining because the BDSM folk are all very serious and the people involved in swinging tend to be yeah, more sociable mm. and, um, yeah, more spontaneous. Yeah. Um, and so when they cross over, it gets to be quite a lot of fun. <laughs> the, what else have we got coming? We've got a lot of musicians, local musicians, coming along to entertain us, um, generally on Saturday musicians. nights. Uh, magicians as well. Workshops. Um, various workshops taking place, um, which are aimed at different groups of people. Uh, a lot of them are about introduction to the swinging lifestyle. It's called a swinging lifetime mm. style. In reality, it's, it's like playing golf, it's an activity. Yeah. Um, it's a simple thing that somebody does because they enjoy it and they get pleasure from it. Uh, a couple of sexuality workshops um, and lots and lots and lots of parties. Yes, and everybody wants to have their birthday party here. Yeah. 
Lots of cake. We did one <laughs> wedding reception. That was that was that was a that different was kind of fun. wedding reception. Because <laughs> all the little rose petals on the gangbang bed. <laughs> Just married blooms up. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much for taking your time out of your busy day to sit down with me and have a chat. <laughs> um, where can people find you um, to find out information about upcoming events? Mostly on the website. So if you have a look at purplemama.com, purplemamaclub.com, um, all of our events are updated monthly and, and weekly. Mm. And they can have a look at that. Have a look at all of our membership details on the about page as well. Or just give us a call. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Thank you there to Chris and Amanda from Purple Mamba Club. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed that episode. We're sending all, obviously all our best to them. Hopefully they can get through this time. Hopefully the virtual stuff will uh, keep things moving and, and offer a different kind of experience for people. You know, it is so important to follow the social distancing rules. That's going to have massive impact on everybody's lives. But it is for our own health and for the health of others. As the advice is said, um, don't act like you might get the infection. Act like you have the infection and consider the risks that you may pass it on to people. Um, you know, some of you will be listening will be more vulnerable than will be more vulnerable than others. We'll all know people that are in the high risk category, and it's so important to follow these guidelines. And it is so important because, you know. The more people that follow these guidelines, the more we follow these guidelines, the more chance we have of coming out of this at the other end. Um, just follow the advice of experts. Keep on top of it. Obviously, ignore the, the whack jobs. There's plenty of them out there. I've seen plenty of myself. Um, but do stay safe. And hopefully at some point we'll all be out and about. And uh, we'll be talking. You know, this is something we'll be telling people about in years to come although i suspect there may be more of these kind of virus um, pandemics ahead hopefully this is a a lesson uh, that will be will send some learning in terms of how we prepare for these things um as i said we've got episodes coming up with uh, nottingham lines fc and ludorati cafe and gaming bar over the next couple of weeks, we are looking at putting some episodes together um, in relation to the current situation, in relation to COVID-19, talking to people on the front line and those infected and impacted, which of course is everyone. So there may be some shuffling around of the schedule in terms of those episodes because they obviously are so um, prescient to the current time. Where So we may shuffle things around or we may drop them out as bonus episodes because obviously I'm sure you're all looking for plenty to to entertain, listen to you and help you pass the time at the moment. So keep an eye out for them on uh, 
our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash NG Digital or at NG Digital UK on Twitter. We'll keep you updated on everything going on there. So that's it for this week. Again, stay safe. I just want to send that massive, massive thanks to all those on the front line at the moment, all those key workers, NHS carers, the people working to keep the food supply going in the shops, you know, these people, um, for, for most of us, it's about staying in, staying safe, following the lockdown instructions. You know, obviously there's a lot of concern around uh, jobs and, and things like that, but these people are still having to go out there, putting themselves on the front line and, you know, in many cases, putting themselves at risk and some of them having to isolate themselves from their families so a huge thanks to all of those people uh, and to, to everyone that is following the guidelines thank you very much for listening to this episode please stay safe please follow the instructions and hopefully we'll get through this soon we'll be back next week but for now that is goodbye